Well, tax day is right around the corner, and the IRS has released new details on how it plans to use an infusion of $80 billion for improved operations. Many are fearing that this will help create a mob of armed auditors to harass middle-class taxpayers. And with us to talk about this topic is my favorite taxman, WGN regular Stephen Leahy. He's from the Chicago offices of Stephen Leahy and Open Tax Advocates, which focuses on helping businesses, business owners fight the IRS and high taxes. He's the host of the popular podcast, Today's Tax Talk, uh, heard Monday through Thursday at 7.30 p.m. He's also the author of the book, Deal With Your IS Problems Today. Hi, Steve. How are you? Hey, Karen, how are you today? First, I want to say, my, one of my favorite songs, obviously, Tax Man, <laughs> and, uh, my, and my Easter wish has come true. I'm on the Karen Conti Show. Oh, that's so nice. It's nice for you to share your, your part of your holiday with me. And um, it's always a pleasure to have you because I like how you make the law easy. And I try to do that, too. And I think that's so important because tax law is so complicated, so like needlessly complicated. That, but well, you can really pare it down, which I like. Well, I appreciate that. And it is complicated. And if you've ever seen the tax code, you'd know why, right? I People, remember, yeah. It's just like, it's like two really thick books. Um, and it's just pages and pages and pages. And then, then you wonder why it's complicated. I mean, they just keep adding to it. Right. And I, uh, you know, I took it in, in law school because I figured yeah. um, almost any practice of law, you're going to have to know taxes, right? You do, you do family law. You got to yeah. know taxes when it comes to, you know, maintenance and all that other stuff. You do business law. You do estate planning. You need all you need in almost every discipline in the law. Um, Absolutely true. So let's talk about this. What what's the scuttlebutt here with all this new money in the IRS? Do we have to worry that there are going to be more aggressive in uh, trying to find tax cheats or, or auditing people? What what's the story? Okay, so here's my take on it. First, I got to say it's not a really. It, they're going to be aggressive because that's why they spent the money. The, they're spending the money to raise more money. That's the whole purpose of spending the money. Uh, they, their goal is to is to shrink what they call the tax gap, and the tax gap is the the, the amount of money, the difference between the amount of money that the IRS collects and the amount of money the IRS thinks they should collect. Okay, so they all these um, all of that gap is really business owners. That's what the IRS says, right? Because uh, if you're an employee, right, they're taking it out of your check. You're a W-2 employee. They're taking the money out of your check, so you're paying. I think the compliance rate among W-2 employees is in the high 90s percent of compliance. So really what they're looking for is business owners. And uh, and so that's where they're going to go after. Now, they keep talking about going after people who are making more than $400,000. And that's going to happen. That's true. But even uh, Janet Yellen, when she was in, in, uh, in front of Congress, when they said, well, she said, well, not, we're not going to change the proportion. And so she confirmed that that 90% of all the new audits will still be people that make less than 90%, I mean, 400,000, 400, right? So, so that number is still going to go up. That's true. But here's where, really where I think is going gonna, is gonna to happen. The IRS has really been focusing on AI and machine learning, and this is where they're going, right? These um, information returns are called 1099s. If you've noticed, there are now... 21 different versions of 1099s and more on the way. So it's really about reporting and then and then com- computer
computer matching. Wait, I don't I mean. understand this. So AI, I mean, and you have to make this real simple for me, for mm-hmm. my for my simple mm-hmm. brain here. What what does that mean? Well, they're going to because they're going to be it's going to be comparing all these new information returns, 1099s, to your tax returns. They do pretty they're doing a pretty good job now, but it's going to become much more much more in the in the in the fact that they're matching these numbers. You may have remember last year they were talking about um the bank everybody's bank statements being reported to the IRS every year. And that and that's where they really want to go. They want to be they they want to be able to compare all all the notes. So, for instance, if I'm in business and I'm selling something, right? I'm I'm getting a uh, I get credit cards. Well, my credit card company reports that income to the IRS. So now the IRS knows what my company is bringing in in credit cards, and all. So everything's everything's tracked now. I see. I so so everything has to be consistent. The IRS yes. is getting information from all different sources, and if if you're getting uh, a 1099 that says you're making this much and you report that much and it's inconsistent, there's going to be a way to figure that out from the absolutely. IRS. Yeah, and that's really been happening over the last couple of years. But that's really where they're going, and I think that's where a lot of this money is going to go into uh, into more uh, computer computer programming so they can track us more. Steve, I don't want to talk about former presidents being indicted, but I want to mention that just because, because I know it's, you know, it, it, I kind of feel like, you know, everyone's asking me, are you going to talk about, you know, Trump? I'm like, kind of tired of, of the topic. It, it is probably the, one of the biggest legal stories, you know, in the decade. Mm-hmm. But yeah. but I, I think we're a little weary of it by by the time that we are today. And I told I told listeners if they want to talk about it, I'm happy to. I just don't know, mm-hmm. know that I need any more on this. But but in New York, you know, there's a law that you can't falsify business records and the attorney general, a state's attorney there is saying, you know, you, you, when you falsify those things, you know, that, that is a crime. And, you know, I guess I want to talk about this, Steve, because I see this in my practice uh, mm-hmm. in family law. I see people who have businesses and they use their credit cards for all kinds of things. And I'm not just talking about, mm-hmm. you know, have going on a, you know, a little, uh, like a little trip and, and it's like a conference, but then they go spend more money. I'm talking about writing their mortgage off. I'm talking about throwing a birthday party for their daughter and writing it off as a business expense. People do that, but like, should you know, at what point do you say to somebody, you, should, you can't be doing this? I mean... Well, you know, I, I agree with this and that it happens a lot uh, with, and this is why everybody, this is why they, they come down on business owners, because there are those people that out there that claim, have these claims. But uh, when... When people falsify a, a tax return, and that's what that is, right? That's falsifying your tax return because you're taking deductions that you're not entitled to. And more than that, you know you're not entitled to that, right? And so that's that's fraud. And, and that's always been against the law, and it's going to stay against the law. And that's where that's where this uh, matching is going to come in also because you're going to have to prove where you spent that money. It's going to be easier to do. Uh, and... And again, I'm all. I think I'm all for uh, people, pay, you know, not taking deductions that they're not supposed to take. When people get in trouble with like tax preparers, if you go to a tax preparer and you're, you know, your your family tells you this guy gives me a huge refund, that's how they get it for you, right? They usually will inflate your deductions and give you what they call Schedule C, which is business deductions on your personal tax return. It's, it, that's no different than what what you're talking about. People falsifying their their tax returns, um, and that's where they're hoping to to more audits will will change that. It just seems to me that in the grand scheme, 
it's just not worth it. I mean, I, I'd like to sleep well at night knowing that I did the right thing on my taxes. And again, you know, you go to an accountant, he, he or she will take the information you give them. I mean, they don't say, you know, did, let me see all your receipts exactly. for all of the computer equipment that you brought, and it's not from Best Buy, and it's not a TV set, or it's not something else. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so, so they're taking whatever garbage you give them, and they're putting it on the tax return. So you can't rely on them because they're relying on you. That's true, and uh, although tax tax preparation, you do have some duty yes. to to have some. Now you can't go through every um, you can't go through every receipt, but you you do have a duty to to report the truth. And and if you're an accountant that's helping people do this, then you're you know you're part of the problem. Right, and that's illegal. Absolutely. We're talking to uh, Stephen Leahy. Stephen Leahy uh, knows everything about taxes. And he, he helps you out. He can really help you out if you haven't filed taxes for a number of years, which you should never not do. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he can help you with that. He can help business owners uh, fight off the IRS and, and high taxes. And he's a regular here on WGN. If you have a question for us here uh, in the studio, give us a call or a text 312-981-7200 and we can try to uh, answer your question. We'll be back with more Tax Talk in a minute. We're back and we're talking to Stephen Leahy. He's uh, with the Chicago offices of Stephen A. Leahy and Open Tax Resolution. We're talking about taxes. And Steve, you're, are you there, Steve? Just I am. Okay. Um, I, I want to talk about this, you know, we were talking about how complicated the tax code is and how it's two big books and it's got t- sections and different provisions and you know, there was a proposed change in the law called the Fair Tax um, to abolish the IRS and the entire federal tax system and replace it with some sort of national sales tax uh, that would be administered by the states. Can you tell us a little bit about how that would work, and is there any chance that that would ever be passed, to your knowledge? Well, you know, I have done some research into this because it was proposed earlier this year, and it wasn't the first time it had been proposed before. And uh, the, the the proposal this time was was a twenty five percent sales tax that would go up to thirty percent fairly fairly soon afterwards. And um, and then, the, as you mentioned, it would replace the IRS. Now, let's remember, the IRS is spending over thirty billion dollars a year now in the next couple of years because that eighty billion is really front ended. It's supposed to be over 10 years, but a lot of that is going to be paid, was going to be spent in the early years. So now, and they already had a $14 billion budget. Uh, and so it's going to be somewhere in the $30 billion range. A lot of money. Uh, to, to yes. collect taxes, right? To a collect, lot of money yeah. to collect, and so uh, you know this. This re, this. I, my own opinion is we really should take a look at at uh, the way we do things. Um, will it change? I don't think so. Uh, you know, I, I know in this Congress is not going to change anything. Uh, they just passed this eighty billion dollars, and they're and the again, as I mentioned earlier, the the purpose of this eighty billion dollars is to raise more money. They need more money, even though every year our our IRS collects more money than they ever have before. So we're collecting more money than ever. Um, but they but they're trying to squeeze as much out of those that are already there that as they can because again it's it's really about spending and uh, but so so I think we really need to take a look at some other alternative this fair uh 
fair tax proposal. I always I hear a lot of people talk about you know it'll put, it'll be a burden on everybody in your t- and that's really a lot more. But if we stop and think about it, you, because that fair tax also includes payroll tax. They want to eliminate payroll tax too. Well, payroll tax is fifteen percent of everybody's. Uh, income. If you're on a W two, even if you're not, if you're a, if you're a personal, if you're a self-employed person, right, you're paying self-employment tax, and it's fifteen point three percent. And then plus, if you had a twenty percent tax rate or something like that, you're already paying thirty five percent of all your income to the federal government uh, under some tax. And so, if you went to a thirty uh, percent uh, sales tax. Then you'd only pay tax on the on the money you spent, right? They always say if you want to if you want to reduce something, tax it. Well, do we really want to reduce income, <laughs> right? So we tax income, and that's probably the wrong way to look at it. Will it ever change? My my feeling is probably not. As you mentioned, they, they have the two big books, and they got to be this big because of because of the uh, lobbyists and and the benefits to certain people and certain industries. They just stack up, stack up, stack up. And I think if you were going to scrap that whole uh, that whole process. Uh, there'd be a lot of unhappy people. Interesting. So I don't think that'll ever happen. And, and you know, I, I guess like my simple brain thinks that if you, if people know the law and they know that they have to ab- abide by the law and there are ramifications if they don't, they're much more likely to abide by them. But if they don't mm-hmm. understand them or think mm-hmm. that they're, they're, that they're, that just because this guy has a loophole that I can have a loophole, then yeah. I think that really kind of engenders kind of a disrespect for the law. And then the idea that no one's going to know because this is such a, a complicated issue that no one will ever figure out that I'm I'm trying to I'm trying to violate the law. I guess that's how well, I, I agree with that. I agree with that, but we still have 85 to 90% of all uh, Americans are compl- are voluntary compliant. Yeah. So we pay our taxes on time. There's a small and and that that ten percent or fifteen percent. There's it's arguable how much of that is really when they say that they're going after that they're going after tax cheats. That's not now. You mentioned the tax cheats that put wrong deductions on. That's and that's totally wrong. But there are gray areas, areas that the law says that the IRS doesn't agree with and that you could fight about whether that's deductible or not. And they include that in that area, too. So uh, and so I think it's a little bit higher than that. But again, well, I think 80, 85 to 90 percent of us are voluntarily pay. And I agree with you that point, the point that that, you know, when you see other people cheating, it's like, why am I not cheating? Right, why right. do they get to cheat? And I don't get to cheat. It's like it's like when you're a kid, it's like, you know, stop, stop, you know, stop chewing gum. You know, Johnny, like, well, she's chewing gum. Why can't she? Why can't why do we stop her, too? Right. It, it kind of goes that way. And, it, and, it, and again, I think it's it's got a lot to do with uh, the wasting money. You know, we, we spend billions of dollars on wasteful things and I don't think we can even debate that that's a fact yeah and uh, but but when we want we want to make sure that the, the waitress pays every dime on every dollar that she gets <laughs> and, and so the, so it seems kind of uh, kind of lopsided on who we going after and who we're not going after and that kind of brings in this this um, uh, maybe unwillingness to, to follow the law exactly. but we have to follow the law. we do we have to follow the law. Yeah. Mel Mel has a question uh, Mel uh, welcome to WGN yes. Yep. Yes. Uh, uh, thank you both very much. Uh, happy Easter, however it applies. Okay. To you Let too. Me talk to the chase. 
okay, let me cut to the chase, right? Order's time gets traced. Okay, let me cut to the chase. Uh, Secretary of State uh, Danny Warfel, former Florida quarterback, uh, what have you, this, that, and the other, said, I'm going to mm-hmm. overhaul the uh, system, uh, mm-hmm. shorter tax shorter shorter tax forms, uh, get everything online, what have you, and 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 uh, he didn't say whatever down the road. I, uh, you know, I, you know, listening to the news, but uh, you know, he's got a whole system, this, that, and the other. And I was wondering if mm-hmm. uh, if Mr. Leahy, I uh, heard about it or knows about it. Thanks. Thanks, thanks well, for the call, Mel. Go ahead. Go ahead, me, Steve. Let me explain who Danny Werfel is. Danny Werfel is the newly, uh, he just took the, the oath of office on Thursday. He's the new commissioner to the IRS. Um, and I, I'm not calling him Danny to be disrespectful. He goes by Danny Werfel. And so uh, I'm not being disrespectful by calling him that. He is a longtime government attorney. Uh, he worked for the, he he ran the IRS in 2013 for a short time as a temporary uh, as a temporary commissioner, and so he's got a long history with what with government and and the IRS. He did come in and said he's going to change things. As I mentioned, the change is underway, right? It, it, and when you get 80 billion dollars, well, something better change, right? Right. right. You got 80 billion dollars to spend. And so he says, well, you know, and what he's promised is that they're going to they're going to answer the phone better than they did the last two years. Um, they well, have been the terrible. They've been well. well yeah. COVID has because made everyone nobody, terrible, but yeah, still really exactly. Bad. Very, very. But the, they didn't have anybody in the office. Right. Nobody was there to answer the phone. Right. So, so of course it's got to get better. But you know, I read the, I did read the new budget uh, that they came out the proposal. I was. I was wholly unimpressed because there's no numbers in there. It's it's all feel good stuff. What are you going to do? Good stuff. How are you going to do it? Really well. It's like <laughs> that. That's not really an answer, right? In right. my opinion, Steve. Let's just talk really fast. I've got just a few minutes here, and I want to just get some information out to everybody. If, if not paying your taxes is not good, and it's usually not a crime, but not filing your taxes is. Can you tell our listeners how important it is to file taxes? Okay, so I I'm. Uh, I see people all the time uh, who do not file their tax returns, and every year it's the same thing. Really, the culprit is record keeping, right? Because people get behind on the record keeping, and then this year, this time of year comes around, like, oh, I gotta, I've gotta do my tax returns. I'll ask for an extension, and then I'll do it over the summer, and I'll get it next, and I'll do it by the extension, and then the next year comes, and the next year comes, and the next year comes, and all of a sudden it's four, three, four, five years later, and you haven't filed a tax return. And I've seen people, five, six, even more, every year they ask for an extension, and every year they don't file. So most people want to file. They're just they're just taken back by this, uh, by the record keeping. So if you're running a business, first and foremost, don't worry about what's behind you. We can fix it. But start right now. Get a good accounting system in place. There's great accounting software that's easy to use now. It's not like it used to be. These software packages are really getting easy. And if you go to an online uh, thing, and I don't want to name any particular um, vendor, but they all tie to your to your uh, banks to your bank statements now, and everything flows in automatically. And you can find people to help you across the globe 
because it's all online and you can get the help. Stephen, so that's where I want to stay, say where to start. That's a that's a great uh, great bit of information. I'm going to give out your contact information on the other side. We've got to go to a break. Stephen, okay. thank you so much for joining us. Thank and you, uh, this is Stephen Leahy. I'm, and we're going to post his uh, information on uh, the WGN website on my page. Uh, happy Easter, and we'll be back in a minute. Thank you.